Hello! Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called The Golden Screw, a story based on an old folktale adapted for you by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Milo, Alma, and Johan Pena and their family, Walter King and his family, Evie and Mina and their family, Daniela and Alexa Lovo and their family, Beckett, Wyatt, and Adelaide and their family from Seattle, and Maya and her family from Dubai. Thank you so much, Maya, Adelaide, Wyatt, Beckett, Alexa, Daniela, Mina, Evie, Walter, Johan, Alma, and Milo. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and receive a thank you in a future episode, please visit patreon.com stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to Amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. And don't forget to check out Kids Listen, the app we helped build, for a curated collection of kid-friendly podcasts. Just search Kids Listen on iTunes. Enjoy the episode! RX Bar Kids are delicious whole food protein bars made with high-quality, real ingredients that check off a bunch of nutritional boxes. They were designed especially for kids, but I tried them and I really like them too. My favorites are chocolate chip and apple cinnamon raisin, and I've been taking them to work with me to snack on when I get hungry in the afternoon. With egg whites, fruits, and nuts as the base, RX Bar Kids contain 7 grams of protein and have absolutely zero added sugar and no gluten, soy, dairy, or any bad stuff. They are a clean and convenient snack that kids, and even some grown-ups like me, love. They're great for an afternoon pick-me-up snack like I mentioned, or for a quick breakfast on the go or something to go along with your sandwich at lunch. They make excellent fuel for soccer practice or a weekend hike, or you could just keep some in your car in case hunger strikes when you're stuck in traffic. RX Bar knows that parents often have to compromise when it comes to kid snacks, so they've provided an option that fits with a modern, active lifestyle and lives up to your high nutritional expectations. And they're really, really tasty. You can get RX Bar Kids at Target stores, or for 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com stories and enter promo code STORIES at checkout. Yum! The Golden Screw Once upon a time, in a land far away, a doctor delivered a healthy baby boy to a kindly old couple. They counted the fingers, ten, and they counted the toes, ten more, and the eyes and the nose and all of the other parts, and everything was just perfect. Well, except for one thing. In the boy's belly button, just peeking out, was the top of a golden screw. Doctor, said the mother, what's this? The doctor, who had never seen such a thing in all his life, only shrugged. The boy seems happy. As long as it doesn't bother him, I wouldn't worry about it. The parents kept an eye on the belly button screw, but it didn't seem to bother their baby boy any, so they soon forgot about it. The boy grew up happy and healthy, and it wasn't until he was in his teens that he realized not everyone had a golden screw like him. He asked his parents, but they only shrugged and told him not to worry. The boy prodded the screw with his finger, but it was lodged in tight. So he soon grew bored and forgot about it. The boy grew older 
happy and healthy. But from time to time, he'd remember his belly button and the golden screw, and he'd get upset all over again. He tried to ignore it. After all, it was a very small screw in a very hidden place. But it nagged at him and nagged at him until, as time went by, it was all he could think about. That's it. I need to get rid of this screw before it drives me crazy. First, he went to his parents. They told him again not to worry, but he insisted. So his father got out the toolbox and his mother pulled out a screwdriver. And, though they tried and tried, they couldn't get the screw to move. Not even one turn. Not even a bit. The boy, on a mission now, left home and traveled to a famous hospital in the capital city. He waited with all the people with coughs and broken arms and chickenpox until it was finally his turn. When the doctor saw him, she was intrigued by the golden belly button screw. She had never seen anything like it. She ordered x-rays and body scans and all sorts of tests, but when the results came in, she still had no idea what it was for or how to remove it. She told the boy that, while it was indeed strange, it wasn't hurting him, and he should just go about his life. But the boy was obsessed. He left the famous hospital and walked for miles until he came to the great library, famed for its endless, towering shelves of books. When he arrived, a librarian asked him what he needed, and he showed the man his golden belly button screw. The librarian hummed and hummed, intrigued by the strange screw. He called over several other librarians, and together they attacked the archives, looking in every book they could think of. At the end of weeks of searching, they came back to the boy and said they were sorry, but there was nothing in any of the books about a golden belly button screw, much less how to remove one. Since it wasn't hurting him and it was so very small, Better that he just go about his life. The boy wouldn't give up so easily, though. He heard about some mystical shamans in the South, and, packing his bags, he went to find them. His path took him through a dark forest, where he nearly got lost in the trees. It took him through a desert so vast and dry he thought he'd die of thirst. Finally, crawling on his hands and knees, he came to the huts of the shamans. They marveled at his golden belly button screw, poking it and prodding it with their staves. They consulted with spirits and chanted all through the night, but morning found them scratching their heads. Disappointed, they told the boy that they couldn't divine the golden screw's purpose or how they might remove it, and that, since it wasn't hurting him, he should just ignore it and live his life. Well, the boy had come too far for that, of course. So the shamans told him of some wizards in the West. Packing his bags, he set off on another long journey. He crossed deep ravines on worn rope bridges. He waded through bubbling swamps so thick and dark they nearly dragged him under. He crossed all manner of dark and dangerous places and finally found a blue tower that stretched towards the sky like a crooked finger. He collapsed against the door and the wizards welcomed him in, muttering to each other in excitement about the strange golden belly button screw. 
They spread their spellbooks and uttered incantations and waved their wands, but in the end, with all their magic combined, they couldn't move the screw. Not an inch, not a bit. And since it wasn't hurting him and it was so very small, they encouraged the boy to just forget all about it. As you know, our boy was on a mission and wouldn't give up, especially not after he'd come so very, very far. Seeing his determination, the wizards whispered to him of a secret place. It was on the windward side of the highest peak of the highest mountain. There, he would find a cave, its opening sharp and wide as a lion's mouth. In the cave, if he kept to the left-hand passageways and brought a torch against the darkness, he would come to a room at the heart of the mountain. There, at last, he would find an old man with the answers he was searching for. Off the boy went, his path long and dangerous. Many times he barely escaped. Many others he was forced to run until his lungs burned and his sides ached. When he came to the mountain, he tucked a torch in his pack and climbed. Up and up he went, until the air was so thin he could barely breathe, and the wind was so strong it nearly plucked him off the mountain. Still, he pushed onward, climbing to the highest peak of the highest mountain, snow coating his clothes and ice frosting his face. There, on the windward side, was a cave, its mouth as sharp and wide as a lion's. At last, said the boy. He slipped inside and lit his torch. Keeping always to the left, he followed the winding paths forward and down, down, down into the heart of the mountain. Finally, after days of walking, his torch burned to a stub, he came to a dazzling chamber. The floor was thick with the finest carpets. The ceiling was a glowing quartz. The walls were lined with shelves and racks and cases and, in the center of the room, sitting on a golden throne, was a wise old man. He had bright eyes and a long white beard that spilled to the floor, and he looked up as the boy entered. So, you have a problem no one else can solve? I do, said the boy. Let's hear it, then. Well, it'll be easier just to show you. The boy took off his jacket and pulled up the bottom of his shirt and showed the wise old man his golden belly button screw. Ah, of course. You know what it is? The wise old man shook his head. I don't. But this is the heart of the mountain and the answers to all mysteries are here. And I think I've seen your answer before. He got up and shuffled over to a shelf, digging through strange items and muttering to himself. Finally, when the boy could barely stand to wait another moment, the old man came back. In his hands was a gleaming golden screwdriver, just the right size for the golden belly button screw. He gave it to the boy. The boy placed the golden screwdriver against the golden screw, his hands shaking. He gave it a tiny turn, just the barest twitch of his wrist. To his amazement, the screw turned easily. Finally, he thought. Finally, finally, he could get rid of this golden screw. He turned the golden screwdriver again, and the screw grew looser. 
Another turn and it was looser still. At last, at last! Another turn and the screw was hanging by a thread. With a deep breath, the boy gave the screw one final turn and, finally freed, it fell out of his belly button and hit the floor with a plink. The boy leapt up, crying out, Yes, yes, yes! And then, his butt fell off. The moral of the story? Everyone has imperfections, and at the end of the day, worrying too much about yours will only lead to trouble. The End Today's story, The Golden Screw, was an adaptation of an old folktale written by Daniel Hines and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and receive a thank you in a future episode, please visit patreon.com stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to Amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. And don't forget to check out Kids Listen, the app we helped build, for a curated collection of kid-friendly podcasts. Just search Kids Listen on iTunes. Thanks for listening!